Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. and welcome back to the Copy Podcast. It's only Mick here at the minute because Matt's swanned off somewhere. But I, I'm in happily... his pink shoes. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm happily joined by Ross Chanley from Redmond TV. Welcome, Ross. Oh, thanks, mate. Now we're both qualified technicians, well, sound technicians by proxy. Just, we've just been on Google for the past half an hour for, any, for a bit of backstory. Yeah, it's fine. Slurping tea and just fucking cane our heads, just getting battered by Google. <laughs> anyway... We're going to start off talking about uh, Newcastle. Mm. What did you think of the performance? Um, good, to be honest. I think it's, it's difficult when you play low block sides, and I think we've always struggled in recent years. You know, particularly you, know, you think of teams like Burnley, people just, just set up to yeah. frustrate Liverpool and hit them on the counter attack, and it, it seems to be one of them. I think you get you get, you get caught up because watching it, I thought they were slowing slowing the build up. There wasn't enough penetration, but I, I come reflection like. That's what we do now. Like you know, you try and force, try and rush it. That's exactly. what we used we used to do, and it yeah. never worked. And obviously, okay, they did hit us on the break with a with a wonder strike. I think you know, if you've been hypercritical, you can have a go. You can have a go at Trent for that. Yeah. But like you know, mentally wise, you know, we didn't phase us. I don't think it phases us fans anymore because like you just go, we're, we're going to score. We, like we're Anfield, we know we're going to score. Yeah. And like we, it's mad now. We had a discussion in work not so long ago of like how he's coming up with people that are above our generation and dads and granddads are all going. This is like one of the best Liverpool sides yeah, I've ever seen. Yeah, it's, like, it's mental. Yeah. But one thing my dad always said to me, like of teams of the seventies and eighties, the worst thing you can do is score against them, and that rings true with, with this Liverpool side now. Going well, sound you, you scored. Yeah. Okay, we did need a bit of a kick up the arse, but I was, I, it's hard to be hard to not to be sound arrogant, but you can still be confident at the same time. So I was, I was like, yeah, I think we've got this anyway because yeah. it's called relatively early. I think the thing is, like in years gone by, even like when Klopp first joined, like. There'd be times where we concede and and we would just crumble because yeah. of the defence. People were like, "Oh, he's not focused on defence. We're just attacking with the gagging press and all that." We weren't yeah. focused on defence. Whereas now, we've got those players in that he's identified and brought them in. And it's a mentality in calls things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but and like 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 Sadio Mane has been unbelievable the past couple of months as well. And you know, again with low block size, I think they kind of 
Salah had a quiet game by his standards, but they had two, three people on all the time. It's something that, exactly. we, you know, everyone keeps saying we can't mark all three. Good, 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 good luck to you. Pick your poison. Exactly. Whereas Salah, man, <laughs> he, just, he just pops up with a, uh, you know, another wonder strike. I think it's, I sounded harsh on Divock Origi, but I feel sorry for him when he's kind of shoehorned out left. Obviously, Bobby didn't start that game, did he? And as soon as he came on, you could just tell, like, Manny plays better on the left. And therefore, Robertson plays better because he's got money in front of him. Like, he can exactly. bring someone and he can just change the whole team and, and make Liverpool what they are. It's, it's incredible. And you know, I'm sure Newcastle prepared all week for Firmino to play and obviously exactly. didn't. Origi came on. Yeah. I think that, like, hindsight's a wonderful thing. But, you know, it worked out well he got injured. Yeah, I think uh, so. I think Origi started in the year and then Firmino came on because Origi got injured yeah. for 30 odd minutes. Yeah. I actually missed the game because I was, I was playing footy. So I only I've caught like, the extended highlights. Like, but. Matt, like for me, you know, when he came on, it's just, it's it, just, he's just unbelievable. This, isn't he? this season has been amazing. Like the amount of confidence he comes out with, and I think yeah. it's because he won the Copa America. Where Brazil, obviously, it doesn't mean anything to us, but I think it means a hell of a lot to course, him. Yeah. And, and you know, he's just come back and you know, <laughs> I'll put a tweet out on Redman. It's like he's playing beach football yeah. in the Premier in the Premier League. It's, yeah, it's yeah. mental. It's like that's just what he's doing. He's having so much fun. It wasn't just the yeah. wasn't just the assist. It was mental. Like he did it like three or four times in like the past games. Like even City in, in a community. Shield, whatever it's called, you know, he's flicking the ball over people's heads two, three times, trying to score a goal this season. Like, yeah. what are you doing? And it's like, what? Yeah. But, but he's he's doing it, and it, it, there's benefits to it. He's not doing it, showing off, and there's no end product towards yeah. it. You know, he gets an assist for Salah, which you know I think has already been called assist of the season. Fair play to him. Just carry on. Yeah, I think he's he's always been. People are always like, oh well, he doesn't get the numbers, and it, obviously people do focus on numbers these days, like mm. goal tallies and assist tallies. Yeah, he's got three this. He's got three assists this season. Yeah. And like in five games, so you, you can't really say anything against that. But I understand why people. I think as a striker, he's compared to Aguero, Kane, who are out and out strikers. Scorers, but yeah. like as you as you said there, when he comes on, how, how good he's been because he drops so deep. You know, he's he's a, a he's a midfielder, an attacking midfielder, a winger when he goes out wide, and a striker. So you know, yeah. he's probably the best number nine in, in commas that, that's out there for our system. Yeah. We don't play with it, and you know. Exactly. Because when you look at when you look at the uh, average positions, like after the game, yeah, Bobby's in the middle, and then Salah and Mane, they're they're basically the strikers. Yeah, Trent and Robbo are the wingers. Yeah, and then you've got Henderson and Van Alden covering their defensive duties, and then just like a yeah. back three. Well, their... Mane's second goal, he drops deep, and it's him and Matip who win the ball back yeah. just outside the halfway in yeah. our half to get the ball yeah. back. Harry Kane's not doing that. Exactly. Aguero's not doing that. Yeah. Be sound. Yeah. So, uh, speaking about Mane and Salah, obviously they've both, they've both got, I think it's four goals each now. Yeah. So far in five games, it's obviously there's a long, it's a long race to the, uh, to the end of the season. But who, who do you reckon is going to get the most goals out of them two? If you have to pick. Mane. But the Mane. Mane. Before, I think the form he's been in, someone's finished. He's putting in. Yeah. Um, you know, I know a lot's been made of it, like if you know them falling out and all and stuff. But you know, good. And I said the other week, like, our biggest problem at the minute is like one of our strikers or forwards, whatever he is, is annoyed because we were throwing him up at Burnley and he hasn't had a chance to score another goal. Yeah. Go back five, six, seven, eight years to where we were and look, look at where we are now. You know what I mean? I yeah, we had yeah. like, Ricky Lambert, Balotelli, <laughs> and whoever else it was. They, can't, they couldn't create a chance. And yeah, I was spoiled. Barini was the one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, like, they couldn't yeah, yeah. create a chance between them in a no. game. Never mind, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven chances. Absolutely and shocking. putting teams away, but yeah. I, th- I, th- I think he got that all got blown out of proportion. Obviously, you know, we'll come on to it. Like in Naples, like they were they were setting each other up. I know they got in each other's way at one point as well, but 
that's good that you want you you know you forwards just to, to score. Like I think it'd be a bit more okay. You want them to pass, and you can say after the fact. But the fact that they're hungry, they want to score. It's I think it's more for the team rather than individual accolades. Just yeah. see where it's coming. He was to getting you. absolutely slandered like by like the like it seemed like everyone was having a go at Salah for, yeah. that, for not passing. I was like, well, he's a striker at the yeah. end of the day. He wants to score goals. He's been. He's not like he's been having bad seasons. He's no. been banging the goals yeah. since he came. I think it would have been worse had we not won the game. But the fact that we won, you know, yeah, that's what I mean. Like he always gets, like he can be greedy now and again. But they're, well, not, they're, they're always setting each other up. Those two. So. That's the other thing of you know, the media at the minute they've got nothing on us. So that's, that's yeah, the, the story they had. Great. The story, yeah, the story that they got to go with. Salah didn't pass to Mane. Yeah. Okay. And then because we won, and it was like, oh, uh, could there be a bit of disruption in the dressing room with Mane going off, and you know, because he was fear, he threw oh, yeah. his threw his shirt down, yeah. and he was fearing. It's like, well, you've got to create. We're that good now. Yeah. You've got to create. Sort of yeah, that's the mentality they've got though. Yeah. He's, like, yeah. He's annoyed because he hasn't got another goal. Yeah. Sound. That's what you need. Yeah. yeah. You need greed in your strikers. So yeah. Anyway, you just touched on Naples there. Should we just talk about? Let's move on to that one. Yeah. It was a. It was a mad game, wasn't it? Uh, I expected like a really cagey affair to be honest. Mm. After last season, I think it was one that they beat us one 0 didn't they? Like, like, yeah, last yeah. Season, I think it was. Yeah, uh, it's in was it oh, in yeah. But like, I'd look at the stats before, and like, there was twenty three shots in that in the game on Tuesday. Yeah. On uh, Tuesday, it's ridiculous. And if you compare it to last year, I think we had we had four shots in the game last year when we got beat one 0 mm. We had thirteen this time. And lost two 0 Yeah, <laughs> it's mental, isn't it? It's, it's it, it was one of the best. Games have been to to be honest. I think it's, you look at that and you think you'd be quite reserved European away. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be like one of those like rougher, you know, European away's oh, of just being like conservative. Yeah. I, I think it was at points, but like we just kept getting in, getting behind them, and you know they play with like four attackers essentially. I think you know it was a bit, bit of a gamble for them, and they went for it. Like first half, I was like, how how have we not scored here? Yeah. I then I slowly went on going. Yeah, we need to take our chances now. We're still creating, we're still getting more. As you know, we touched on yeah. before, but you need, you need to kind of put them away. And you know, they rode their up as, as much as I think we did as well. I think they had a couple of chances. Adrian makes that save early in the second half, like from where we were. We were in the opposite corner, so I thought he just went over. But it wasn't until like afterwards we realised yeah. that he saved it. But just in terms of quality, that's, that's what you want from a Champions League thing. And a lot of people have lost their heads in it already. And it's like I never go into a game like thinking it's alright we lose or you don't want to throw a game stuff like that but it's obviously a shame in the performance that we put in and we didn't get anything from the game but compare it to last season where we were we were terrible probably one of our worst performances of the season Definitely. okay we lost but it's also the hardest game in that group that we've got and if we play like that and all the others exactly we're fine yeah. it's like we haven't been knocked out we haven't lost yeah. anything just we're not used to losing I think are we no. I think in, in a, that was the best way it could have fell for us really to go to Naples first game oh. after the hours game we're going to have yeah Probably, maybe in the whole competition, like to go away to Napoli, that's really, really yeah. difficult. Their fans are, are loud as well, by the yeah. way. It got asked in the, in the press before, and is there like a, a Naples effect? And I haven't really taken note of it before. But like, once you're in there and stuff, like I know they got like a group of ultras, and I'm not like talking violently, but like they make a lot of noise. Yeah, it was definitely, yeah, on so definitely, bad. yeah. Um, so like last ten minutes, you no, know, we done an Anfield when a team, has, the opposition's got the ball, and you boo. This is like another level, like whistling. I was like, yeah, yeah it was boss. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we thought about uh, Salva had a great chance, didn't he? When he, was, you think he got? I think they, they cool the ball. He made a mistake, a didn't he? Bit of a mix-up, yeah. yeah. And Salah nicked in there, and mm. good save by there. Keep it to be fair. And then yeah. obviously the Adrian save. So both sides had really good chances. Uh, and the fact that it ended two 0 it was never a two 0 game in no. my opinion. Not a, not a penalty either. Not a, not a penalty. Yeah. No. <laughs> I was going to talk about a lot. I, 
again on like VAR, it's just going to talk about for most of the season. I don't think it's essentially VAR it's the problem. It's the it's the the rules and stuff behind it that are that are the problem. This whole like clear and obvious, like the referee's yeah. afraid to say, "Oh no, I was wrong." Or the people that are in the truck or whatever they're in three hundred miles away, like how can you not look at that that back and go, "Yeah, he, he's dived there." Because it just seems like to me like this is too scared to go and change the mind. It's not, it's not the point. Or yeah. he hasn't made a clear and obvious error, so we can't overturn it. And we're like, "Well, he has made a clear and obvious error." Well, I don't know. It's, just, it's confusing, and there's different yeah. sets of rules for each one. As well, so there's different rules for UEFA, there's different rules for the Premier League. Like, yeah. what are you doing? But now that we've actually got the power, the power of VAR, why, why is it not being used? Like when we talk about the Newcastle game, the Matip. Oh got, yeah, we've got hauled down. Yeah, yeah so, what, what is a penalty? Then? Yeah, you know yeah. So you, you can dive to get a penalty, <laughs> but if your play's in the headlock, it's not a penalty. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when that that uh, the penalty for the Napoli game uh, in real time, I thought, yeah, it's a pen. Ooh. I thought, like, yeah. Fair enough, it's a penalty, and but we've got this, we've got this software now. But we should be using, and like you said, like we, the people that are sat in the truck, whatever they are, they can't be scared to go right. Well, you've made a bit of a mistake here. Yeah, I, I see just, it. Oh, just overturn it. Yeah, I don't mean it's a case of overturning it. I just see it as a they're a team. It's like it's, it's almost like there's some ranking, like the referees, like the yeah, top, yeah. the top and dog. Uh, yeah, I don't upset yeah. him, and like they're like nobody. So what's the point in them having them there, or what's the point in having the, the TV thing there? Because they've got that in UEFA, but he never used it. Yeah, just yeah, confusing. It's so frustrating, isn't yeah. it? And it's yeah. not just us that it's cost as well. Like you know, we can tell like it's, it's local fans moaning there, but you know, it, it's happened to City already this season. Like, it'll keep happening to other teams, and it'll cost them points. Particularly yeah. if you're going for. Like also going for a title or City going for a title, you know it might come down to a VAR, a VAR decision or, or not a VAR decision or relegation or all that stuff. That's yeah. not what you should be worried about with football. It's supposed to help the game. I don't think it currently it's not. I don't think it is, is it? Obviously, there's going to be differences of differences of opinion yeah. even after even after reviewing a VAR in slow mo. Yeah, of course, it's going to be slightly, but you you should be coming to more. There should be more be- correct decisions than yeah. incorrect, and it seems like. I saw like I'm sure I saw an article on Sky Sports where one of the referees like there's been like four decisions wrong. Yeah. After VAR review. And they had the international break. Yeah, the international break to review what they've done and how well it's gone and they said they're gonna be more stringent with it and they're like you just come out of it worse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and on that penalty, like it's a it is a blatant he's going down it like when you've got when you've got the obviously the the benefits of watching it in slow mo and that you can see he's, he's leaning over, he's going already. Yeah. And obviously Robinson Robinson's through his leg in and I think I don't know if he got the ball or he's kicked it away or he's tried to. I think he's missed a player on the ball. Like if you're being like critical of him, like he's given the referee the option there. Yeah, yeah. To to you know to give it, but then you know, like like we both said, you know, the VAR's there to go and support the referee and let him review it and, and look back and like like it just seems like you said it's his Pointless, haven't it? If no one's going to use it properly, There's no benefit. No, yeah, of course. Yeah. Anyway, it seems seems we're touching on the penalty and um, and Andy Robertson. Dan Moxon had a question. Yeah. And he said, "Should Robbo start versus Chelsea? Wasn't a hundred percent fit for for Napoli, but played the full game. Played poorly. Head could be affected because of today's events on social media. I think that's the whole. Did he? Oh, did, did he? Did he, he his Twitter account. Debate? Yeah, I don't. Was it because of? of I've heard mixed. I think it was some. Someone said he got abuse from Liverpool fans for giving the penalty away. But also, I've seen someone say he got after the Scotland games. He, he got abuse as well. Oh right. So which is, which in either case is just stupid. You know, exactly to go and criticise people for. <laughs> 
you know, giving a penalty away is ridiculous. In fact, that he feels like that, I feel quite embarrassed to be honest. If it is Liverpool fans to go and do that, yeah. It's a joke, isn't then, it? but it, you know, more than likely it will be Liverpool fans because that's what people like on the internet. They haven't got the balls to say it to someone's face. Yeah, I think I saw a tweet. Someone said those people that abused him saw him in the street. They'll be falling for exactly. and going, oh, yeah, 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 I love you and all that stuff. But they've got the balls to go and do it. So, yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, in terms, of, I'd, <laughs> it depends. Anyway, yeah, what, he said, where, is it worth dropping them for the bench for the for the uh, Chelsea game? If he's if he's still carrying that injury and he's unfit, then I wouldn't see it as dropping him. I would see it as rotation. Yeah. But if it's because on the back of what's going on, I think you just make him feel worse, to be honest with you. I think he's probably, yeah. well, he's arguably our only left-back at the club currently. Um, so, you know, I, I, I keep him in there. But I do worry about you know his fitness, no matter where that he does. I don't think he was poor, by any stretch of the mind, on, on Tuesday. You know, I think he can save the penalty and... You know, I think he gets into that little pickle with Van Dyke and stuff like that. But you know, that was an end-to-end game. Like everyone was goosed. Was, they had midfield players going down with cramp in the seventy-first minute. Yeah. Well, that's how intense it was, and it was hot. It was, it was hot out there as well. Um, so you know, I'll be playing against Chelsea. I think you, you've you've got to, and then I think you know he gets the rest of MK Dons and possibly Sheffield United because he's yeah. still yet to see Joe Gomez really feature at a stretch. He's showing at left back. I know Milner yeah. played on Tuesday. But you know you can play me on a left back on Sheffield Wednesday, let Robson yeah. have a little break and stuff. And we're not too far away from another international break. Uh, yeah. Scotland will be behind Cyprus and Kazakhstan and whatever group they're in. <laughs> just 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 be injured for that two weeks. Yeah, yeah. I think it comes down to that again. That again, though, where these these players we've, we've signed, they've they've set themselves a, a level and the bar for themselves so high that when they drop below it, it's oh, it's considered oh a bad God. game. Yeah, yeah, but like. Yeah, why have you not nine assists and got three goals, mate? Sorry, Dan, I don't agree with you on the play poorly. I thought he he, he wasn't his usual rampaging like he usually does. And but, he, not, he, but, he, but he still was doing that. He was still he was still providing width. Yeah, but you can't beat Gunko. People do it like when we play like a city and the thing. He's like, oh, Robson was poor today. He's like, he's a defender first and foremost. Exactly. Like when you come looking, it's yeah, like yeah. wingers and attackers. Like you know, like Napoli had. He's got. He's got to think about them. It's not about the midfield yeah. dropping in. He's got to be reserved and think. I can't leave the space. You know, Alberto Moreno was what everyone wants Robertson to be currently. Just saying, essentially a winger yeah. who, who, who can't defend. So you know, he's got to. He's got to remain you know vigilant. They've got the best of both worlds in Robertson. Really, yeah. he's he's a flat rampaging winger when he wants to be, and he's also really solid. Yeah, comparing to Trent on the other side, who admittedly has been a lot better defensively. I've thought. He's getting Especially better. Especially in that Napoli game. Yeah, There's a couple of times when he he was covering across. Oh yeah, and last yeah, year or six a couple of years ago, he wouldn't, yeah. he wouldn't have been, he wouldn't have even thought to do no. that. No, there's didn't. obviously some trick somewhere. But then he's young; he's going to make mistakes. And everyone keeps. I think he got slated a bit last year for like getting mugged off and stuff. And I think it was like Rashford and like oh, yeah. Sane and, and Neymar, yeah. like these names that you throw around. Like they're not crap players. Like he's 19 years old; he yeah. will make mistakes. And like you said, that's probably a repercussion of, of where we're at. The standard is so high. Yeah. When someone makes a mistake, he's just blown out of proportion, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Anyway, so it's, we've talked one question there from. Dan, we've talked about Napoli, the Napoli game. Uh, I thought Fabinho. Well, mixing a, a, one of the questions and also just want to talk about Fabinho and how good he is. He's yeah, done, but he's absolutely. I immense, was, isn't he? I was blown away by his performance. The fact that he kept picking up space in between the lines, but his, his composure on the ball it's was like it take a touch it? turn, yeah. and like he had. Well, it's probably to do with the team as well. The amount of options that he had, left, right, centre, wherever you want, I'll do it. Yeah. And then he always looks to play on the front foot as well. So like you get him forward, you get him on the attack, and we're not yeah. reserved in that sense. And then. Defensively as well, he's just a shit house, isn't he? He's not shy of a tackle. He wants yeah. to throw the foot in, but they're like important tackles, and when they're on the counter trying to get, trying to hurt, yeah, like 
everyone jokes about his go-go gadget legs, but that's exactly what they are. Cause you think Perfect, even when you he? think someone's gone past him, he's like, yeah. "Nah, you're all right, mate." He's taking a foot out, yeah. and he's got the ball. Absolutely love him to bits. So arguably the best defensive midfielder in in England at the minute. In, in, in my book, I saw a couple of tweets saying they're uh, comparing them to Mascherano, but on current form, like Mascherano was a good like demolition man, if you yeah. so to speak. Yeah, yeah, he was like but a he, sweeper. He, but over, he was, wasn't he? He, he was, he, he passed 10, 15 yards. He wouldn't be doing. But that was his job, though, wasn't it? He'd win the ball yeah, back, that's what I mean. cut someone in half, and then pass the ball to Javi Alonso. He's like a mixture of both. He, yeah. He's got the forty-yard, yeah. uh, lovely ball into the, into the wings, and that. Yeah. he does that often, doesn't he? So he's just he's playing he's, chip balls over the top, and you know, like he did against United for Mane. Yeah, he's just stuff like that. So his range of passing is, is yeah. exceptional as well. He's not sure, he's not shy to pass it to the back four if needs be. It's all like just recycle. Yeah, yeah, just keep the ball. Anyway, that was one of the questions we had from Fletch. He said, "How did Michael Edwards get us the best Holton midfielder in the world for forty oh, mil?" It's ridiculous. <laughs> isn't it? it was mad. We um, we spoke to a, a journalist um, before we signed him. I think everyone was like kind of obsessed with Kaita at that point because we were kind of around the same same yeah, time, yeah. wasn't it? And I was like, oh, "Kaita's going to be amazing." And this journey is like, no, he's like, in a couple of months' time, he's like, Fabinho's going to be the one where you're like doing all this. Obviously, he was a French journalist. He'd watched him in Monaco and stuff like that. And it's yeah. just incredible. In fact, like, you know, United wanted him at, at the time as well. And then when we got him, it was like, yeah, well, we've got Fred now instead. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if Fred plays for them still. I don't know what's no, going on with no. him. It was like, but, you know, that's the fine line. And, and again, a compliment to, to Edwards and, you know, whoever else is there in the recruitment team that don't actually get a mention because I think Edward gets all the he all the praise. Yeah, he, yeah. Um, I can't remember the guy's name, unfortunately. But there is someone else who, who, who does a lot of the work and that. So, yeah. And he brought Rebecca Tavares with them as well. I'm all, know, all, yeah. all, <laughs> I'm all for her Twitter games, boss. Yeah. But, he, yeah, he's he's unbelievable. Like, the, I, I know because when we signed him, he was on the bench a lot, wasn't he? And he was that, that, that clock bending period that we... Everyone seems to talk about when we get a new sign, like the Oxley Chamberlain went through it, Robinson yeah. went through it. It's like, well, people were already judging him from the, these little fleeting appearances he had during the time when he, he yeah. was still brand new. And it's yeah. like they're expecting him to come in and be like, you, you, for me, you can only do, you can only come in and have a major impact if you're an attacking player. I think anyway, the likes of Torres and Suarez yeah. and the big names that came in scored on the debut, and then they go on to bang in goals and that. With a def- defensive player, you've you've, you've got to you've got to learn the system. You've got to learn yeah. it, otherwise, because yeah. it, it's more detrimental than it is. It's, yeah, it costs us. Because I think when we, we played Arsenal and like he was DM then, and it was yeah, ended yeah. up like three three. So we were sound at like defending, or like I think he went to a two with Genie, and he was like he was yeah. boss, but he could never do it on his own because he couldn't get left and right, and he was trying to re- read the play and stuff like that. And that's what exactly what you're saying. It's like you know you need to learn to learn the opposition, learn what your teammates are doing, where you should be positionally, and you save yourself half the job because it's like I say that about Matip and Van Dijk, like their positioning and the reading of the game is ridiculous. So they make everything look dead easy, but exactly. it's, it's not. And Fabinho's getting there now, and I've said for the other week he's potentially the difference between this season and last season because I think everyone forgets like you just said we never had him for three, four months of last season Exactly, and we got him from the start he's one of well one of many first names on the team sheet in my, in my mind yeah when we were talking about that I saw like a, another tweet saying like pick your four best players from like your current team yeah. it's like it's, mm-hmm. it's it, the problem of doing that now yeah. it's obviously a boss problem but I don't think I could no. Like obviously you've got like Salamani for me now, they go I think they go in there straight away, but then you've got Van Dyke Allison, yeah. Fabinho, Fullbacks, Robertson, yeah. Trent. I'd even chuck like Bugini Henderson, yeah. I, I was so, so we were talking to me and someone way back, it's like, you know, we've gone from not having a spine to having a spine plus plus more exactly. because like, you know, you can name an eleven and probably three or four more off the bench that you could argue should start for Liverpool at this point and you'd yeah. like 
Adrian's another one. Like, I'm alright with him. You know what I mean? He's, I know he's not Allison, I know he's not going to be, he's not supposed to be. Well, better than yeah. Mignolet already, though. Yeah. Like, Napoli yeah. game, he's getting balls into feet and yeah. spraying it into the corners if that was Mignolet. Yeah. They'd be going out of play. Or and it, he'd be, it goes to the perception of the, of the fans as well, because the best thing about Adrian is he doesn't have all the baggage. I know he made that mistake against Southampton. Yeah, yeah. But if Mignolet comes into that fold or he's coming off the bench against yeah, Norwich. Business. Yeah, exactly. Or, or he'd hear it in the, in the stands, yeah, yeah. Go, oh, fucking hell, here we go. Yeah, he's going to yeah. make a mistake. <laughs> and you go, Jesus Christ. But, yeah. but I think he's, he's been, he's been bossing the fact that the players have taken to him. Like yeah. when we won the Super Cup, like you know, you take it to bed with your mate Sam. That's like yeah. a massive, huge welcome boost for him. And I don't yeah. think like the Allison thing's not been discussed much because where's Adrian gone wrong? Part of Southampton. That's a testament to how well Adrian's done yeah. as well. Yeah, especially if, if that penalty, if he would have saved that, imagine the scenes. Like, well, yeah, God, yeah. Super, yeah. Once the Super Cup, he's kept us in this game. Probably would have ended up nil nil. If we well, he he got that. his hand to it as well, didn't yeah. he? Oh, he did get so, his hand to it. Yeah, did get his hand to it. Yeah, so uh, yeah, team's doing really well. Uh, so let's talk about anyway. Let's move on to Chelsea on Sunday. Mm. Stamford Bridge. Yeah, I'm uh, thinking. <laughs> I don't know. It's dead hard. It's also mad because I think we last time we played Napoli, we played Chelsea the weekend before, didn't we? Before we went into this, it's, it's a bit mad. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they're a bit of an unknown quantity in the sense of I think they've done really well. Um, I saw them against the Wolves; they were terrific. But I don't know if that's a repercussion of Wolves been a bit a bit shit as well. But yeah. they've got no fear at the minute, Chelsea, because they're playing all these youngsters. They've got nothing to lose. There's the transfer ban, Hazard, Lampard's there. Exactly. If it goes wrong, it goes wrong. We don't care. Yeah. And they've got all these youthful players. No Mason Mount might be a doubt, but I also think here today that he, he might be okay. It wasn't as bad as his first fear. That, oh, right, that, that challenge. Yeah. Um. But Tammy Abraham's banging in the He's goals. On fire, isn't um, he? Ross Barkley's missing penalties, which is quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we get a penalty when he wants to take yeah. it. That's fine. Um, but I, I think like they've shown weaknesses as well. I think they conceded two goals at Wolves, obviously four at United, two at Sheffield United when they played them at home. Yeah. The defence is there to be got at. I think you know. Definitely. Um, Zuma had a bit of a nightmare one game, but then he played a blind or another. I just there are to kind of work out. But I think if we're on form, we're not too. T- we haven't got. We're not hung over from this again. They played the same night as well. Yeah. So we might might be all right there. Um, I think we go in and just go full strength as much as possible, and then just give everyone the day off against MK Dons. Yeah, I think like you said, we saw for Robertson, he's got to play in this game. Chelsea away, definitely, yeah. definitely got to play. Would you put bring Genie back in for Milner maybe and keep a hand off Fab Genie? Yeah. I probably will do, yeah. I think um, Genie, even when he came on against Napoli, just shows that energy that he's got, and oh, yeah. particularly with Chelsea's yeah. midfield, with the fact that they've got you know Kovacic, Jorginho, Barkley, who plays all, all matter amounts and a bit more attacking stuff. But we, you know we can win the game there. I think, and you know he's more far more experienced. And I think you're looking at Milner, maybe playing MK Dons, or maybe Robertson is a bit knackered. Bring him on at left back. That's the best thing about James Milner. He's, he's more of a utility exactly. player. You know, if yeah. Trent's knackered, we'll put him at right back. I know we've got Gomez. Yeah. Um, and then you can kind of go and mix him around, but I'll be going as full strength as possible, yeah. Yeah, because we've talked about other players being in form, and then you've, you've also got Joel Mathip, who's keeping Lovely. Joe Gomez out of the team. Lover, yeah, and Lovren, yeah. But, but then like, that's just the best thing. Like, you know, I said go give everyone the day off against MK Dons, but I don't think it's a case of that, because you can play Joe Gomez, Lovren, Adrian, yeah. you know, in them games. Shakiri's going to get his game time yeah. and stuff like that. Brewster, maybe. Have a mix Lallana, of using that, maybe. yeah, Lallana, but like, yeah. they need game time to kind exactly. of stay fresh. And I think we'll, yeah. you know, for the first time in ages, we haven't got a Premier League side in the in the first round of when we play these yeah, yeah. domestic cups. And I think it's a case of throwing it all. Don't want to do it. I think it's a case of using your squad. And we've got a squad now, so yeah. I think you should use it. And I don't think you know, even like the Norwich game, just felt like it must win. It was the first game of the season. Like I found myself yeah. doing it already. I'm watching what City are doing, what they're doing. Like we've got a five point lead, which is good in the fact that I think we've got room for. 
you know, to drop points. Not that we want to go and do that, but it's like we draw against Chelsea. It's not the worst result exactly. in the world. Yeah. Or we lose. It's not the worst result in the world. And I'm sure opposition opposition fans be dying to say, "Oh, you bottled the league in September," <laughs> which is, which would be fucking yeah. stupid. But you know, we've got some breathing space there, and I just I'd rather just keep going in the, in the Premier League. To be honest, yeah. I think I saw the stats. Uh, I don't know if it was correct or not. It was this is the the record amount of points being. The first team being ahead after five games. Oh, sounds. So what? Five points. Yeah. Apparently, that's, that's fifteen points. Yeah. Five, five from five. Yeah. But like from the second team, I mean, that the gap is, oh, okay. is, the, oh, is, is, it, yeah. is the most. Oh, is it? Yeah. After five games, apparently. Oh, well, didn't know that. I got told that by a yeah. mate. Like I don't know. If that oh was, yeah, no. That was true. That yeah, no. Because normally, normally someone always drops points, don't they? Or yeah, all two people break close together. But yeah, we're still on a different level. Us and City are on a different level to everyone yeah. else. I think, think we've shown that, and I think. We can use our squad depth throughout the season. I think Klopp's going to rotate a bit more now. I just don't think yeah. you do it for Chelsea away. No, there's no, there's. I don't think it warrants it. Like, got to go full squad, full strength of that. Like you said, there's there's international breaks coming up. There's yeah. there's cup games coming up. Have you have you said that though? If if, if Lovren starts and Gomez starts, I'm like I'm fine with it. I think you, you maybe have to rotate one or two. I don't think you just do like three or four or five changes because it upsets the rhythm. And yeah. I think he's mentioned that quite a few times and stuff. But like when Origi started the other day, like I didn't have a problem with it. Because I, I, know, I know he can do a job, and it's Newcastle at home. It's not too bad, and yeah. the Shakiri's itching for game time. And you, you know you've got Chamberlain thrown in there as well. It's just a case of using yeah. who's, who's best for what. I think that says a lot. Testament to how, like, like we speaking of how good the squad is. Like we in days gone by, we if someone went out like a big player and someone else came in, we'd be worried yeah. about that player and how it's going to affect the rest of the team. Whereas if even if we made like you said, if if Gomez and Lovren did come in at the back or one of them and then Milner at left back, we wouldn't be like, well, we're, well, we're going to lose now or it's yeah. going to draw. It'd be like, well, I mean, some people would be, but some of course, yeah, 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 yeah. there'd be fume all yeah. over Twitter, yeah, but yeah. we'd still go and it, the system's still the same. It's still the same mentality. Yeah. They're all experienced Every, Everyone players. knows the, the system that and. What, how they work in that system? Yeah, they're all experienced players. I think it happened to Lovren. I think he got, I think he came in for was it Porto at home? Yeah, and like we were more or less done in that sense. Yeah, yeah. And he was sound. I don't think he's really played much since then. But the fact that like the mentality that you know he's he wants to stay and Shakiri wants to stay and you know Lovren knows he's not first second choice anymore. Exactly. You'd argue he's not even third. In fact, he's probably not third. He's probably so fourth choice. Probably he's he's happy yeah. to be part of the squad. You know, it's yeah. a compliment to to Klopp and the management staff. The fact that trying to keep everyone happy. In a competitive environment, even Shakira, I think he came out today and said, does, "Like, yeah. you know, I'm he's not, I'm not happy. happy, but you know what? I'm but that's what you but I am expect, happy. Yeah. You don't expect anything less. No, really. he's, he's international. No, but he must look at like Manny and Teller and go, well, I'm, I'm not getting in front of them, am I? So yeah. fair play. But the fact that he wants to stay on ground, probably feels like he's going to win something. Yeah. And then to the end of his career, he's going to look at them trophies and go, yeah, sound or like yeah. relegated with Stoke or you know, exactly. Yeah, that's the thing we've talked about like in the past. Like, where where could you go? And have a better chance of winning trophies than yeah. Liverpool, apart from Man City. It depends what he wants. <laughs> if you want to go and play, like you know, first team football, but are they going to be happy? Like, yeah. And we wouldn't begrudge him that if he did, because he obviously is a quality player. And he'd, yeah, he'd start well, for of course, teams yeah. in the Premier League. So. But then is he, is he going to be more frustrated like he was at Stoke, being surrounded by like dross? Exactly. Welcome to Liverpool. Actually, I'll, I'll, I'll play. He's going to get 20, 30 games of football. Yeah. Because the amount of, of competitions that we're in, you know, you got the FIFA World Club Cup Championship as well. Mouthful. Plus all the domestic cups, plus the Champions exactly. League, plus the intensity when we get to like Christmas. Like I, I think we've got two games this week, two games next week. But when you get to like December, January, it's like you, you're playing like ten games in exactly. twenty odd days. Everyone's gonna get chances, yeah. aren't they? Everyone's gonna. That's I think the Klopp's probably telling that day in day out. There's gonna be 
obviously you're going to be downhearted, but there's there's going to be opportunities where you can come in and yeah. if you do well in these cup games, mm-hmm. you might even throw them into the next game, the next yeah. Premier League game. Well, oh, well, well, well you've, earned, you've earned it. He's done it with Lallana, I think it was yeah. last year. Done well in training and put him in. And everyone oh, was like, Burnley, why, why, yeah. is, why is he playing Lallana? Burnley. And yeah. he came in and done really well. And the next really game well. he didn't play and it was that he didn't start. Exactly. <laughs> so you, you can't you, win. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Joe Matic's a perfect example of that because I think... He'd been at Liverpool for like two years at, that, at this point, and I, I was yeah. one of the people like, if he, if he goes, I'm not particularly bothered. Exactly, and like, he's he's looked at Lover, he's looked at Joe Gomez, and gone, actually, nah, I'm not having this. And he stepped up his game. And I don't think, as fans of Liverpool, we can, if someone has like a poor season or two seasons, I, I, I kind of get it, and they go, they're not good enough. I yeah. don't, I don't want them here. Whereas he's he's proved that you know players can get better. He's, I can't believe how good he's got to be honest. No, like he, no, all the stuff that he was crap at as well, like. You know, getting stuck in having the tackle, aerial duels, like again, it's a position reading the game. Everyone says, like, Oh, yeah, Van Dyke's, you know, where was next to Van Dyke's amazing? Yeah, Matip's well, it is help, but he's kind of done it off his own back yeah. as well. I don't think he gets enough credit for it. He's yeah. elevated himself to kind of an, near the level of Van Dyke, and that's probably yeah. the biggest compliment you can pay to him, yeah. like how well he's done. Yeah, big Joel. Anyway, we've got one more question. This mm. is this is for you, Ross. Anyway, oh, is it? Okay. This is from Scott Mason. Okay, he said, uh, "As a uni student, how did you capture the attention of the Redmen TV? Take you on board for work experience? I think you've answered this before on the last time you were on." Yeah, board. possibly. Well, basically, they they came into to uni looking for some people to apply for jobs. I think it was a marketing role and a social media role. Um, I applied for it. I drunkenly went up to to Paul after one game. And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, you're coming to my uni, aren't you?" He's like, "Yeah." So I spoke to him. Um, did mean for you apply for both roles and got them because I kind of said like. They go hand in hand, social media and marketing yeah. for promotion and stuff like that. And I went in like two days a week because I was still at uni. I think it was April that, that I started. And then, like, I had the summer, like, I had three other jobs, but I only got paid for one of them. And I was like, I was going to go in every day and just work. Like, and more, the more you're there, I knew because I've obviously been slightly older than everyone else, of know what was required in a professional work environment, of what people expect of you and how you should go about your business and stuff. So, like, probably interns now. Or but in previous times and like they'll they turn up at like ten and they'll go at three and they're like, Oh, I can't do this day, I can't do that day, so I yeah. we get you have a life and stuff, but then they're like just I can't come in this week, I can't come in next week and it's like consistency and I knew it would pay off in the end. Um so it was hard, like I obviously wasn't getting paid, but I was learning more. So the more you learn, the more useful you become. And exactly. it's got myself into a position where I was like they needed me. To, to do the stuff um, because they become to rely on you you get come to rely on yeah. me yeah and obviously like you know because I say time on me day and I think they recognise that and it was kind of turned like oh we'll, we'll sort your transport out for you which made it easy for me to go in there and then that slowly yeah. evolved that they, they wanted to match what I was doing when I used to still do chefing like oh we'll, we'll match that what you get in there so I could quit that and I could go, go more on there and then I got towards the end of uni and like yeah you can come full time I was like sound so yeah. just stopped going to uni for me last month I think it was pretty much done anyway dissertation was all done and it just kind of cracked on but like it's good that the fact that they take a chance on you and, and believe in you um, which is more of a push to do to do more for them because I've worked for loads of people before where you do loads you go the extra mile and I know it's hard like the fact like I used to stay I used to do like 15 hour days okay, and I probably didn't have to in some of them but like I, I had stuff to do or go and help other people and you get nothing for it, no rewards, no thanks, no nothing. Exactly. People, people are quick to take the piss out of you. Um, so it's hard to kind of say for who, who's going to do it or not. But yeah. Paul and Chris are like, I've been in work since like I'm 13. And I'm 13 now, it's like the best job I've ever had in terms of like, obviously the role and following 14 that, but in terms of bosses as well, just like being looked after, I think, think helps. But I think when people see you go the extra mile and help out, you get the rewards in this case of, 
particularly in uni as well, like you take the opportunities that are given to you, and it, it gets told to you like every five minutes by tutors and stuff of, yeah. you know, do this, do that, and do proper drum it into you. But we had like, you know, a job came up for recording squash, and then was like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to do squash. And was like, <laughs> but, but it wasn't the point. It's like yeah. you, you're getting to record, you're still learning the skills. Yeah. Squash is irrelevant, you know. And then it's a case of you don't know who who knows someone, so you can go to the squash. Go and talk to someone. They go, actually know he's really good. I know someone who does, you know, football. His contact and stuff like that. Exactly, I think yeah. you, you've got to go and take anything you can and realize that you know people that are, are your classmates, as horrible as it sounds, they're also your competition. Yeah. So, like it's all laughing and joking, yeah, yeah. like thinking whatever. And I get you want to go on nights out and stuff. But when it comes to the end of your three years at uni, everyone you're sat with is going to have the same jobs that you're with. So you can get a foot up on them. Exactly. Could go and do it. Make the, do the groundwork. Like, yeah. Early. Like yeah. But yeah. It is the best job in the world. Too, but it's come back from Naples. So that's me, job. You've got a cushy to be fair, Right, guys, I think that pretty much wraps it up, right, doesn't it? You're going to do a score prediction for us. Uh, oh, there we go. Yeah. Score prediction, Chelsea. Uh, be happy with a 2 1, to be fair. Uh, I want a clean sheet, but Tammy Graham's on four. <laughs> I reckon he's going to bag off a corner, definitely. Oh, no. I'm, I'm going to go 2 0. I've had uh, we've got a, we've got a, a girl she, she she comes in helps us out and she's a Chelsea fan I bless her every time she comes into like she only comes in like periodically and every time she seems to come in it's like we've just beaten Chelsea <laughs> she goes don't talk to me um, but she was supposed to come in on the Monday after the game but she she does some work for the BBC as well and she's oh, she's okay. texting me today it's like you're gonna go run through our defence yeah. so I think she's already concerned I was like I was giving me a bit of confidence there actually so I want to go two 0 two 0 yeah, Bobby yeah. and Joel are the goals ooh. Uh, I fancy Abraham to score off a corner. I don't know why. I yeah. know we, we're, we're actually decent off corners now, which attacking and defensively. Yeah, probably yeah, not now that we've exactly. not that we said it. Now I used to despise a Liverpool corner because it used to hit the first man. Yeah, and it's felt like that for years. Yeah, I, there's fairly. a mixture of people taking corners because you know Trent takes some and Salah never used to take them that afternoon. No, he took he one. To, I took one on, on Tuesday. I was like, Salah's been working yeah. on them because he used to be yeah. ahead and sat them. I don't know why anyone yeah. led him near them. To be honest, yeah. but uh, still better than Aspas though. <laughs> <laughs> the king. Yeah. Right, guys, this has been the Copyright Podcast, the first one since Little Matt left, and I'll be back next week to do another one. See you in a bit. Network.